0: It is 5.38 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherad. Uh, And it's time for today on Twitter, where hashtag Tansri is trending, mostly because of the conversation surrounding the newly minted Tansri Limkit Siang. So in case you missed it, yesterday uh, he was awarded the Tansri title in conjunction with the Yang Di Pertuan Agung's 64th birthday celebrations at the Istana Negara. Now the title itself, which comes with the... Panglima Manku Negara and Panglima Setia Makota Awards is the second highest title after TUN.
1: Yeah, it's quite a remarkable, I think, feat for somebody who's a veteran politician, is actually one of the longest serving MPs in Parliament and certainly has had a record of wins, uh, you know, uh, which is... Would match only by one other person, I think in in Parliament at this point in time. He, he is uh, a man that, because of his position as head of the DAP, I think, courted uh, a lot of controversy. And so uh, the discussion around him is uh, divided. There are people who are supporters, those who think who think he deserves it, and they are detractors. And um it's it does, in fact reveal something of where Malaysia is uh, because, Not everybody agrees that he deserves this award.
0: So uh, it's worth saying, it's worth talking about some of that conversation because, on the one hand, you have people saying, like uh, like H M says, Lim Kit Siang is a member of the Malaysian Parliament, carrying out his duties well. He's one of the longest-serving MPs. His attendance record is very good when compared to others. Um, Meanwhile, you have uh, people pointing out. Meanwhile, you have people pointing out... Um Ketan, for example, saying, a good indication that we are a mature country politically, opposition in a democracy plays an important role if their conduct is constructive and moral. Uh, unfortunately, some current opposition leaders are not, um, and then goes on to say, such as you know who. But the greatest controversy, I think, around this has um, been the reaction from some quarters. I think it's it's fair to say, broadly speaking, per Ikatan national supporters. And um, the stuff that's been circulating has mostly been questioning this his role in uh, unity mostly because of if you've seen it there's a sort of little poster going around that's very, I will just say modelled upon communist art and posters. If you've seen any um, communist posters in in China or Vietnam you'll recognise the style and it has Lim Kit Siang on it and then it's a list of all the supposed things he said in the lead up to uh, May 13th 1969 and so that in turn has sort of spun off this entire conversation about well how can you say this person you know is a unifying force what has he done Um, although I see no verification on that post either it's just sort of a a little image
1: yeah so it comes with quotes Uh, the quotes also have dates so that is the extent of the source it doesn't actually tell you uh, whether this was a news report and such some of them is uh, are quite uh, you know um, uh, provocative uh, in, in the current thing and in fact I believe that the the DAP or the uh, Pakatan Harapan, uh, of members of that uh, coalition have uh, now made police reports, uh, you know, um, saying that this is, in fact, an attempt to create a disunity. Uh, the question, of course, is uh, whether the palace, in you know, making these awards, would have done their due diligence. I mean, obviously, if the palace was satisfied that this person was deserving of the award uh, and had an Unblemished record. If that's part of the criteria, then you know, uh, I think accusations that somehow they let these egregious and racist statements slip past them is a very interesting assertion. It is. Um, I, I think, however,
0: you know, it, it's not surprising when you consider the when you consider the lightning rod that a party like DAP has been and continues to be in our in our Malaysian landscape and particularly from a racial lens. So I'm not surprised by this pushback. I am a little bit surprised by the intensity of it. I expected it to come, but I, I don't know that I necessarily thought it would take on this exact tone. Um, but you also mentioned that other point about DAP not accepting titles while in office. And and that's a a whole separate thing. So, for example, um, Azra Mokalib says, I've always respected DAP's position to not take honours while in office. Uh, If there's anyone who deserves such recognition after long public service, though, it would be Lim Kit Siang. Salute.
1: Yeah, that's interesting because I believe the MCA um, has come out, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, to suggest that the DAP owes an apology to those parties who have historically accepted awards uh, in the past and, you know, pointing to criticisms that might be emanating from the DAP about the award system. But I think Azrul brings up a very interesting point, Lynn, about you know, accepting a, a title or an award during your time in office? And what does this all award system really mean? Especially when, you know, not so much the Tan three ships, but when we look at some of the other levels of, uh, of uh, titles that, uh, that, you know, are given out and how, in some ways, they've become slightly degraded because of the number of cases involving people of dubious character Mm. carrying these titles. And so even uh, newspaper headlines or um, media reports would have dato in a criminal case or dato under arrest for something. So... Uh, so there is this uh um concern that uh you know that if you give too many titles out and too many get get them without the due diligence without the kind of background checks uh that you might actually do a disservice to the whole system of uh, giving awards and titles yeah and there's also the question, I suppose, of the
0: significance of, of these titles. Um, so you're talking about whether or not they could potentially become less meaningful um, if you have a lot of people, or if, as you, you rightly point out, in the past you've seen misusing, I, I think it's fair to say, of those titles. For what it's worth, uh, Lim Kit Siang himself has kind of said, well, you know, um, I, I accept the honour, you know, he gave a speech and so on, but he also said that he would still prefer to be called Kit. So there we are.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you've ever had the opportunity of, the, uh, of meeting the man, it, you know, they, they. and I think it's something about Malaysian politicians in general uh, that in person they're rather disarming and often charming um, and they don't stand on these kinds of, um, you know, protocol, though there are contexts in which the protocol is necessary. And maybe if you kind of respect the, the, our cultural norms, you, you know, you're kind of allowed for that, you know, without going down the route of saying, well, all this is feudal and therefore we must reject it and such. I mean, that's a a different kind of conversation. But I think around the person of kid, the idea, and we read his book, I mean, there is a book about him uh, that sort of, paints a portrait of a man who is very committed to the parliamentary system. One thing I guess not all of us appreciate is that, you know, in many contexts, parties don't always play along with the parliamentary system. So the fact that both the DAP and PAS out of power for decades continue to keep faith with the parliamentary system is in some ways um, an acknowledgement of the fact that they were moderate. Both parties are moderate. I mean, both extremes of the, the country's political spectrum, moderate and in sync with I think the aspirations to gradually achieve the kind of maturity that we are all hoping it, it achieves at some point in time.
0: So we are talking today about the fact that Lim Kit Siang has been awarded the Tansri Sri title during the Yang Li Pertuan Agong's 64th birthday celebrations at the Istana Negara. Let us know how you're feeling about this. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at... BFM Radio.
2: Bring forth Moolah, BFM eighty-nine point
0: nine. You're listening to the evening edition with Lynn and Sharad. And on today on Twitter, we were talking about Thansri. The term, the title, and that is, of course, because it's trending. It's honestly trending. Uh, Lim Kit Siang has, of course, been made a awarded the Tan Sri title uh, by the Yang Di-Pertuan Agong, which has spawned off, I would say, three separate threads of conversation. Um, the first being great for his contributions to the country. The second being, well, I have heard, other things about him and how he has not contributed to unity, blah, blah, blah. Um, mostly being perpetuated by people who have issues with the DAP as a party in general. And the third being, um, I guess, the the whole notion of a DAP leader accepting the title of uh, the honorific of Sri. So, we were asking you, uh, how do you feel about it? And you can call us 7733 2900, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018 889 889 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So let's start with this one from TIDJ, being very honest. I'm indifferent. Tansri, no Tansri, doesn't affect me, doesn't affect how I perceive him.
1: Yeah, I can see why a lot of people would take uh, your position, TITJ. I mean, because there is no direct impact on our lives. But I, the I, one way to I think make a case for these titles and these honors is that it somehow uh, binds everybody in society, right? In in the sense that the optics are that you can be and in the case of Lim Kitsiang, the leader of the federal opposition for mm-hmm. decades a man who stood up for particular ideals not exact uh, not all accepted within the mainstream of society and find at the end of your career you're honored by the highest uh, from the, from the person who holds the highest position in Malaysian society the the king himself and so what does it say about a system that uh, embraces this difference and and I think that is maybe the value of something like a tantry ship for Lim young. Many Tantry ships go without any comment. Uh, this you know this one of course uh, uh, stirs so much because in many ways, it goes the extra mile to embrace the the whole full range of Malaysian expression. and I think that's why while you might be indifferent to how it impacts you personally, it's something to be to worth, I think, worth contemplating. Well, we also have a voice note that's come
0: in. This is from Bing.
2: Well, definitely it's uh, warranted. In fact, from an inchik to a tansri. Wow, no need to go through datuk ship. Fantastico, right? I also saw another person that actually got that from an inchik to a tansri. And uh, I will start to question lah. What's that purpose? What's that person's? Uh, what did he actually do to attain that kind of titles? As we know, Malaysians' favorite pastime is to get dato chiefs and honors as such. Even when someone gets uh, has done a hajj trip, right? Or well, demand, or shall I say, be given the title of haji just because a hajj was performed. Well. Uh, I think favorite pastime here on Malaysians is to get honour and be respected for that. So okay, right? Both of you doing much national duty on air can also be called datoks and dat uh, datoks, yeah, no datins, yeah. Oh, one more joke is that, you know, if you throw a stone into a crowd, well, how many datoks would there be? Uh, the answer would be a few, but datins would be a plenty.
0: Bing, thank you for that. (laughs) So I think... um I don't necessarily know how to respond
1: to the <laughs> datin joke. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that because um datu is not gendered. Uh, you can be a datu whether you're male or female, but your partner, your spouse doesn't get the doesn't get an equivalent. Uh, if you're male partner, if you're a woman who gets a dato ship, your your male partner does not get a title.
0: I like I've always liked telling the datin Jean tot joke. Um, even though I know that that's not his title. Um, but it just speaks to it, right? Because Michelle Yeoh is and has been for a while now a prominent Datto, now a prominent Dansri. But yeah, I mean, fair enough. I, I think that that point, though, about Malaysians seeking out these honours is an interesting one, partly because we I, I wonder whether it also comes from just the, the very fact that some foundational things in our society have been in place for a long time. For instance, royalty, right? Because in other countries um, that are republics, maybe this is just less of a thing
1: yeah and i I know there are people who you know who use feudalism as um you know as a p- in a pejorative sense right and and they tend to think that what would come after that is something better but I would caution some sort of introspection about the the value that royal institutions play in stabilizing this country, and especially as a bulwark against extremism. The question is today, where's that extremist threat come from? And that it, by extremists, I mean some you know uh, idea that we need an overhaul of the system. And I, I think it's wonderful that you know that we still have these traditions that center us and remind us of our past. Anonymous says. I don't know who decides who deserves to
0: be given titles, but who are we to tell royalty who they should or shouldn't confer a title to? Uh, looks like we, the right yet, like our democratic freedom, but only allow such freedom selectively. Anyway, I'm not in the running for such titles, so I don't have to lose sleep over what the rest of the world thinks. Uh, but if I were to be conferred a title, I would not be offended if others forgot to address me as such because a rose by any other name smells just as sweet. Uh, and <laughs> so I, I agree with you. I've always thought this and I always... To be honest, I mean, in, in our line of work, we meet a fair amount of people, of titled folk, uh, Datuk, Tansri, what have you. And I'm always appreciative of people who don't who don't make too big a deal of it, not because it's not important to them, um, but I think just, you know, it, it recognises
1: a certain sense of equality that I appreciate. Yeah, the, and I, I, I do think that, you know, there's maybe an appropriate uh, context for the use of some titles. And then, uh, uh, but it's interesting that also sometimes when titles are dropped, uh, at the request of the person you're interviewing, people who listen might actually take it, read it differently, right? They might see it as a lack of respect.
0: Yes, we also have another voice note that came in from Shazni.
1: Well, let's be real, guys. Uh,
2: imagine if Lim Kit Siang uh, declined the title. Same goes; everyone will uh, angry with him. So, doesn't matter whether he receive or did not receive the title, everyone will try to uh, find fault in his action. Because you know why? Because he is from the AP. Because everything is the AP's fault. You know, you know the drill, guys. You know the drill. So, yep, good for him, uh, Mister Lim for uh, receiving the title uh, congratulations uh, for all your service and uh, thanks so much for all your service and yeah guys chill
0: um, chill is great you know the drill is my favorite we know the drill <laughs> which I,
1: I love the tone yeah, and it's, and it's true. I mean, you know, you're absolutely right. He, he, it was, he would have lost both ways, at least mm. for a certain segment of Malaysian society. But this honour comes from uh, from on high. And in some sense, you know, it, it will make it difficult, I think, to constantly uh, demonise uh, Kitsiang and the DAP from this point on.
0: So we were asking you, uh, how do you feel about it? You can call us, you can tweet us, you can send us a voice note. Keep it here, BFM 89.9.